deliberate overvaluing of sellers' homes by estate agents is by far the biggest of a long list of problems with the UK housing market. Overvaluing began in the 90s when Foxtons, who were a small upstart company in London, gave their staff the instruction, which is that tell the seller whatever they need to hear that they give us the instruction. It literally said, it didn't matter what you said, just whatever number. I can specifically remember a close friend of mine who was an employee of Foxes at the time, managing the Notting Hill Gate office, telling me over a pint in the pub afterwards, is that's what I've been told to do. Tell the seller whatever they need to hear so that they sign with us. It was such an effective strategy at winning business, even though they only sold one in four of the properties that they listed, that other agents ended up being forced to follow suit. And that was 25, 30 years ago. We're now at the point where it's such a widespread practice that even when you think you've picked three sensible agents, all three of them are now guilty of this because 80 to 90% of agents are now guilty of this because they have no choice. That's the game that's being played. And if you don't play it, you lose. You don't get don't get people to sell their house with you. And I'm about to show you an example that came in on a comment on this morning's YouTube live stream from an actual seller to illustrate really well just what a nightmare this is. First, for sellers. Second, for buyers. And thirdly, for estate agents themselves. So this morning, just a few hours ago, I got this comment on on my YouTube live stream this morning from Steph Foxwell on YouTube saying, I had to sell my late father's cottage in Devon. Three valuations, 300,000, 310,000, and 310,000. I said, try 295,000. After four months and only five viewings we dropped the price to 275,000 it took 10 months to sell and fetched 256,000 in December 2022 now this actually bears breaking down so the first of all had to sell the cottage. Let's just assume that that means that there was no choice, the cottage needed to be sold. <clears throat> Mistake number one that the seller made was just picking three estate agents because that's the advice everybody gets wherever you look. You read it in the papers, you read it online, you listen to Spill Fencer, and they'll just say, pick three agents. They never tell you how to choose those three agents or which three agents to choose. And that is where the problem for the whole housing market begins this really bad advice to pick three agents without any background on how to choose those three so all sellers think they're being sensible picking three we've picked three agents well one of them's gonna be okay surely no that's mistake number one this story proves that all agents in this particular scenario are overvaluing so 300, 310, 310. Now, any seller that gets those three valuations is going to think, okay, well, they're all quite close. And I know that estate agents have a value a bit. So 
I'm going to be really cautious and I'm going to suggest that we listed even lower than the lowest agent valuation that I had. The problem is when all agents or nearly all agents are overvaluing, look at what the, the result, right? They end up initially listing it at 295,000. Now, the fact that they got barely one viewing a month is proof that 295 was too high. Because if you price a property correctly when you come to the market, you will have five viewings in the first week at that price point, okay? We're not talking expensive properties here. We're talking mainstream market price of a property. Don't leave the asking price unchanged for four months and don't stay with the same agent for four months either. Both of those two things were a massive mistake because during that time, the market was coming down. It took 10 months to sell. So sellers, please look at this, right? 10 months to sell when the seller thought they were being reasonable by actually setting the asking price below what the agent suggested. And it still took 10 months to sell. And in the end, it got 256,000. What's what it actually sold for. So now let's just bear that in mind and go back to the valuations. 300, 310, 310. So the average of those three is about 307,000, which is 51,000 more than it actually sold for. Okay. Or another, put it another way, almost exactly 20% above the actual sold price. So you pick three agents and the average of those three agents valuations is 20% above what you're going to fetch for it. This story is very common. It is what's happening to more than half of all the sellers out there. The majority of sellers are experiencing this right now. And I don't think it's fair to call the sellers greedy when they ask three agents out and then say, let's drop the asking price to below what all of you are selling. Let's be sensible. So I want to, I don't think it's helpful for, for people to just say things, someone's being greedy, because whether you're right or wrong, that accusation doesn't actually solve a problem. And what I'm telling you is, it is not so much greed as the desperate competition between agents to win sellers' business. Overvaluing is the problem, not greed. And if you understand that overvaluing is the problem that we need to solve, and you stop just blaming other people and being angry people, because you can't blame an estate agent for needing to make a living. Everyone's got to make a living, okay? And if you don't have houses to sell as an agent, you can't earn a living. You can't earn anything. Everyone needs to remember that. That is the starting point of this industry's problems. Agents need to make a living. And good agents are going out there and reluctantly overvaluing because they know that if they... Okay, imagine this scenario, okay? Imagine one of those three agents had gone in and said, um... I think optimistically we might get 275. There are agents that do that. 
And guess what? They don't get the business. We, the sellers, punish them for their honesty. In fact, sorry, never mind if they said 275. Imagine if a really good agent said, the best we will get for your home in this market is 256,000 pounds. This, by the way, also shows that estate agency valuations are pure guesswork and are driven more by the agent's motivation to compete with each other than it is to actually sell the home. Right? They all know they're doing it. None of them want to do it because it means they're going to struggle to sell your home and take ages to sell it. But they have no choice because they don't have a value. So how do we stop this problem? Because this, this is an awful, awful problem because sellers will not believe the agent that goes in and says, we will not get more than £256,000 for your property. No seller will believe that agent. Well, I had three other agents around. They all said 300, 310, 310. 256, jog on. And you, know, and you can you can imagine the story, can't you, where the, the seller, the sellers, send that agent, the honest, accurate, actual, truthful, professional agent that goes 256,000. You can imagine the sellers going, idiot. You can't call the sellers idiots either. Because no one in that scenario wants to believe that what they're selling is worth 20% less than what the overvaluing are suggesting. So overvaluing is the problem that needs to be solved. And I can tell you, and I'm telling you that I am devoting my career, <coughs> excuse me, I am devoting my career and this channel and best agent and all my software development and everything to solving this problem. Because whilst it is not the only problem, by far not the only problem, it is, I assure you, the biggest problem. And the first thing it does, which this story tells us, is it means it takes a ridiculous amount of time to sell your property. And in a falling market, in a falling market, imagine how much it's costing you. So with that knowledge, with the knowledge of this seller, what actually might they have got for that property had they put it on the market at 250000 right at the start? They would probably have got 275, wouldn't they? Because the market was begun falling in 2022. They probably would have got a lot more than 256. Because the sooner in a falling market you get competing bidders, once the bidders are competing, the asking price goes out of the window. And this is why any really good agent's job is to get you competing bidders. Because if you haven't got competing bidders, you don't know for sure you're getting the best price that the market will support for your home. And Once you've got competing bidders, those competing bidders are not thinking about the asking price any longer. They're only thinking about what the other people are bidding. Now, I am an advocate of an open free market. And at the moment, the housing market is not open and free because of the overvaluing problem. And if all people in the housing market, buyers and sellers alike, understand that a free and open marketplace will get the fair price then people will no longer worry about the initial asking price. And people will start to understand that putting, like testing the market is the most 
stupid thing you can do. If you get competing buyers, you won't have to worry about not getting your asking price or, or above it. So in other words, you don't have to worry about starting with a low asking price. Because with a low asking price, you will get competing buyers and you will find out the best price the market will support for your home if you're the seller. This story actually shows that putting on a high asking price as a seller is a gift to buyers looking for a bargain because your property sits there unsold for months. And what happens? All the buyers looking at it think, something wrong with it. It's overpriced. No interest. Not going to look at that. Seller wants too much money. No point even viewing it. And yet the buyers who follow my advice that see a property they like will ignore the asking price. They'll ignore how, actually, they'll see it's been on the market six months ago. This is a ripe target for me. They've obviously got no viewings and no interest. I'll go view it. I'll get one offer. Oh, I might get it. So as a seller, putting on a silly high asking price, I don't think this person was silly. I think that actually they demonstrated some, some sense by pricing it below what the lowest agent had said. Um, I've lost my train of thought. But you, you hear where I'm going with this, right? I'm, I'm beating the drum again and again and again. A higher asking price equals less interest, equals less chance of competing bidders, equals lower price achieved. So guys, this is, it, this is how we solve this problem, right? If we all report the exchange prices, whether you are the buyer or the seller or the agent or the solicitor or the other solicitor or the conveyancer, I mean, the, the mortgage lender, and I'll be inviting all of those parties to contribute their exchange price data to the open source house price index. Um, imagine if everyone in a local marketplace had access to open source exchange prices from the last few weeks. It would kill this problem stone dead. Estate agents would have to start competing on service and knowledge and expertise and results because more and more people would start to understand that as long as you price it sensibly, the market will set the price for your home. Agents and sellers setting an asking price can set what they like. This story shows you it doesn't matter what you set as an asking price. It's irrelevant to the final price. Okay? And if we can start publishing exchange price, then we will all know, buyers and sellers and agents alike will know. And, and one of the things I'm planning to do is to allow agents access to this exchange price data on the condition that they are contributing their exchange price data, right? So agents will not have access to this data locally where they work unless they're contributing to it themselves. But sellers will. If you are selling your house and you want to come and find an agent on best agent, you're going to be able to see the latest exchange price data of similar properties in your area, which will help you avoid the nightmare that Steph had. Because if you need to sell, especially if you're upsizing, you don't really care. As long as you're getting the fair market price, do you care? If you're getting the best market price because you've got competing bidders, that's all that matters, isn't it? You don't want to be waiting four or five, six months to get an offer. So that's why I am committing. And that's why I'm asking you to all 
please do everything in your power to spread the news of this far and wide by clicking like, by subscribing if you're not already subscribed, by sharing this with your friends, and by making sure that if you are someone who's just bought a property <coughs> or sold, or anyone who knows about exchange price, that you go to bestagent.co.uk and you put it in. As of today, the day of recording, it's not there. I'm hoping it will be there within a matter of days. And we're going to make certain that, the, that this data is as accurate as it can possibly be. And when the land registry finally publishes the actual completion price, we will report on the error rate so that we'll be able to actually report on the accuracy of the exchange price index. Because yes, you'll get some losers who'll go in there and try and mess it up. But actually, if we get the, the data from agents or conveyances or lenders, uh, then you know, hopefully we'll start to actually make sure that it, the accuracy rate is very, very high. And and, and the losers will quite quickly realize that, that their efforts to, to, to derail it will really make very little difference and stop wasting their time. So guys, that's that video. Um, it's not the video I was going to do this morning, but I just that was such a gift of a case study for me that I just it was too good to pass up, and I had to get the video out there. Um, lots more videos coming soon. Just checking your comments here for any comments relevant to this. Uh, yeah. Bronnie K says, "For Foxton's sake, quite right." <laughs> Jennifer Jacobs says, this is currently happening everywhere and it's deeply frustrating. I mean, it, it, at the moment, it's taking five months on average to get a transaction to exchange just from when it's agreed. You then add on the time to get the price agreed. And you, this is why it's taking people 10 months to sell stuff. Yeah, Vikesh Mystery. There's a house where I live went up for 525000 in June twenty three. One month later, dropped it to 490. So that's a great example of testing the market being a really stupid idea. Stupid, stupid, stupid. There's no other word for it. Testing the market is something that agents agree to in order to get your business. It doesn't ever mean, I mean, unless the, the, the market is shooting up like that and everyone knows we've got a horrible situation of rapidly increasing house prices, then it might, you, know, you might get lucky. But otherwise, in this market, no chance. Uh, September 23 dropped to 450, so we're now 75,000, so over 10% down. So 14% reduction still on the market today. Um, Savkin says, asks, can't agents access data which is open source for everyone on the seller? No, they can't. It's interesting. You've got to ask yourself, why don't the largest agents, like Connells, that owns the biggest number of brands and, and has, it's got a huge, it's got like 10% of all estate agency businesses in the UK. Connells could, if it wanted to, publish its, exchange, its, its own exchange price data. Ask yourself why they don't. Hmm? Because transparent exchange price data would kill overvaluing overnight once it's published. Okay, lots of you ask about my drum kit. So I think what I might do is if we reach the target that I want to reach with this open source house price index, um, then I might humiliate myself on the drums or any other ways. Um, but more on that later, guys. I'm going to wrap it up. This bit of video has been longer than I want it to be in the first place. Um,
Sorry, lots of good questions. Uh, there's there's lots to do. There's lots to do. Um, I'll be back soon. See you on the next one, guys. Thank you. But please, if you haven't already, I'm now asking you to like the video, subscribe to my channel if you haven't, share it with people because that is the... I, I don't have an advertising and marketing budget. I will be doing press releases. I will be trying to get this talked about in the media once we've actually got something uh, tangible for them to report on. But until then, I can only rely on you, each and every individual one of you, if you haven't clicked like on this video and you think this is a good idea, like the video. If you haven't subscribed to my channel and you think this is a good idea, subscribe to the channel and please share this with your friends and family. Say, guys, this chap, this this funny YouTuber, Moving Home with Charlie and the founder of Best Agent, wants to solve the biggest problem in the housing market, which is overvaluing. All he needs is our support to do it. Share it. Thanks, guys. See you on the next one. Bye-bye.